0: My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive.
1: When I was a child, I saw my mother killed by something impossible. My father went to prison for her murder. Then an accident made me the impossible. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary forensic scientist, but secretly,
0: I use my speed to fight crime and find others like me. And one day, I'll find
1: who killed my mother and get justice for my father.
2: I am the Flash. Welcome back to the Pretty Good Podcast on com, And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects. Not sports, not professional wrestling, but superheroes. I know when people hear that nowadays, they tend to think like MCU. I mean, because their movies are great, generally. But uh, y'all out there, y'all y'all sleeping on DC. You know, they're the first big comic company. And while Marvel has been better on the movie screen, DC has been killing it on the series, the weekly television series, Uh, in particular the Arrowverse, which started in 2012 with Arrow starring Stephen Amell. Uh, Today we're going to review some of those shows, you know, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, upcoming Batwoman, even some more rumored series coming up. Uh, We're going to learn out what we like, some predictions, have a big crossover event coming, Um, but you wouldn't want to listen to me do this by myself because that would get boring. So I do have some help today. Uh, My first guest um, you've heard her on the romance novel, you heard her on the Spider-Man review. Liz, how you doing?
0: Hey, good to talk to you about really what was the genesis of our friendship.
2: It really is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. So um, I don't want to set the stage too big, but this should be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if it isn't, I'll edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> But so tell us about tell us about your um, history again with uh, well, DC in particular, like when did you get into like DC heroes? Was there a certain show or hero that sucked you in? And uh, what what are your favorite things about it?
0: Well, I think that the CW eraverse shows really were my proper introduction to DC superheroes. I was obviously familiar with Superman, Batman. I watched the Batman animated series as a kid. I was a fan of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. I even still unironically love Batman and Robin. Like
1: (laughs) Uma
0: (laughs) in that movie was like Mm -hmm. my formative idea of like this is like what a woman in her power is. Mm -hmm. So um I've been familiar with, like, the big heroes. I obviously am a huge fan of the Wonder Woman movie. I'm excited to see Wonder Woman 1984. But I always found Marvel heroes to be more engaging. I was more knowledgeable about them. Uh, It wasn't until I had occasion to binge watch. uh, I think I started with either The Flash or Legends. I can't remember which one it was. I'm pretty sure it was The Flash then moved on to Legends. Era was the very last show I watched, despite it being the one that kicked off this whole small screen superhero universe. And mm. I watched the shows during a kind of rough patch in my life when I left my job and I was trying to change careers. And it brought a lot of comfort to me to just get so like to just nerd out and get so deep into this mythology Mm -hmm. and it's it's been a love hate relationship because you know i'm watching i'm live tweeting i'm talking Mm -hmm. all sorts of smack about it it's Mm -hmm. frustrating but it's also something that brings a lot of joy to my life
2: yeah yeah I, i feel that um that whole love hate thing, that's how I feel about Arrow. It's mostly hate now, but we're gonna talk oh, about yeah. the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow with you. <laughs> so we, we won't I won't yeah. focus on the the show. I just sort of hate watch, but it, it's almost over. Um it maybe yeah. something good can be uh, born of it. So.
0: maybe. I uh, yeah. I definitely arrow has become a hate watch for me. It's just been mm-hmm. continuity. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm intrigued by what's gonna happen. This next season but we're not here to talk about arrow i'll leave that
2: to Mm -hmm. morgan okay yeah so um i guess the elephant in the room as we talk about arrow has um since final season it's going to be half season so Mm -hmm. the last uh two or three years the arrowverse shows uh the main four they've done crossover events um based Mm -hmm. on different crossover events of the comics so the crossover event this year will be crisis on infinite earths um i guess that's a not short crappy synopsis from the comics is uh it was a way to reset the continuity you know everyone's familiar with multiverses you know each earth there's an alternate version of you and it got a little bit out of control in the 80s at dc so they did this whole storyline when there's a guy named the monitor and the anti-monitor who want to uh wants to erase all of the uh, multiverses and create them in his own image but eventually one earth is created um infamously Supergirl and the flash die i don't anticipate that happening for you fans out there in the show um even though they hinted at it a couple of seasons ago um and it recreates one earth where all the heroes start over and of course you know they retcon that like 20 times since then you know dc the new yeah. 52 and um christ other Crises, and the um doomsday watch clock whatever it is but you know this this was the first time they reset everything and it was a uh, pretty successful. I think it was pretty well, well received, but um, mm-hmm. that's the elephant in the room. So as we talk about some of these shows, um, we'll probably predict what we think will happen and how this crossover event will affect them. But um, let, let's jump into it first, The Flash. So um, do you want to give everybody out there who might have not watched it like a little bit of um, history or like a synopsis or summary of how you perceive The Flash? I'm sure everyone's aware who the hero is.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the Flash that people have come to know the most now through the show is the Barry Allen version of the Flash. But because of all these different universes, because of different people having Flash powers, there's a Flash family. There's lots of incarnations of it. There's the – is it Silver Age that's Jay Garrick? Uh,
2: yeah, he's the original one. Yeah, Jay Garrick, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, There's a Silver Age Jay Garrick version of the Flash. There's Wally West, who on the CW show is Kid Flash. So the show does a great job of paying tribute to a lot of the comic lore. But the Flash is about Barry Allen, who's kind of a clumsy, perpetually late CSI. And he is obsessed with weird phenomenon because he's trying to prove that his father years ago was not the person who killed his mother so that's how he got on this whole csi path his adoptive father joe west is a cop uh his adoptive sister iris she uh is a reporter and he has a freak accident when a particle accelerator explodes and he gains these speed powers and he is in a coma for a while comes to at Star Labs and befriends this team of scientists and they train him on how to use his powers as a vigilante and shenanigans ensue. there's a lot of things that if you're if you want to watch the flash from the beginning I won't spoiler but the spoil but there's a revolving series of like smaller rogues and then some big bads that have a lot of weight in the comics so and that's basically like the broad view of the flash it's very campy and fun compared to some of the other CW Arrowverse shows it has had some dark moments that a lot of people felt were a misstep for the tone that had been established for the show and the most recent season it uh, I don't know how much you want to get into it just yet, but I had high hopes for the season. They could have gone a lot of interesting directions with it. And I have a lot of negative feelings about <laughs> what they did with the, with all the interesting variables that they had, that they could have reformulated in a different way.
2: Yeah. I, I think um, the problem the flash runs into sometimes is he is the fastest man alive. Make your, jokes about that whatever you want to think that means <laughs> um but um with the and speed powers yeah yeah there's <laughs> there's always jokes i always remember like the justice league cartoon he would say that in wonder woman would just give him a look so would hot girl but um <laughs> so with, with the flash with him being able to move at the speed of light or faster he can alter time he can go back in the past and you know go in the future of course you know you you go is you've probably learned from infinite or infinity war in game you go to a different timeline you're going to mess up something um he does this a couple times um like you said like you said earlier he's trying to prove that his father's innocent for killing his mother um it turns out i don't think this is a big spoiler the reverse flash his biggest enemy um actually orchestrated the death of his mother but he doesn't know that um so there's a lot of time jumping and it can get a little confusing if you don't follow that kind of stuff like when you go back in time you create a new timeline it branches off and that's played a role in a couple of the seasons this past season he has a daughter from the future um Nora West Allen um, who actually comes back in time and it looks like um she's been instructed by the reverse flash who's on his uh death row basically about to die as a way to save her father from disappearing um I think Nora the character uh, initially I think she's very likable um, she's trying to impress her father who she never really knew um, but as it goes on you know she explores her fractured relationship with her mother in the future they make up the thing I didn't like about Nora at the end she kind of got annoying to me because um, she's she's a new superhero heroine but she's not a teenager it's not like Wally West we mentioned his kid flash she's like 22 23 Maybe 24. I mean, she's a CSI in her time and she keeps making the same dumb mistakes that you think a teenage superhero, you would think like mm-hmm. Robin or Superboy or Wonder Girl would make. Um, she had an emotional end to the season I liked, but um, it kind of, it kind of got a little, little weak for me in the middle with Cicada as another villain, just it's the main villain most of the season, just for at the, at the end to it actually be the reverse Flash, but um Overall, I like the show, um, The supporting cast is charming. Uh, Cisco, he's like, if if you're a nerd watching it, Cisco's like you, he likes Star Wars, he likes comic books, he's living his dream, having powers. You have Killer Frost, it's an interesting dynamic through our two personalities. And then Ralph Digby, who I thought was annoying, elongated man, I, he really became charming this year, I really liked him. But uh, what, what do you think about um, the supporting cast other than Barry, and Barry himself, how uh, Grant Gustin's done.
0: I think that Grant is such an amazing person to embody this character. He's charming. He's charismatic. He can deliver so much emotion and also, and you know, switch to levity like just as quickly. And I think that he's just perfectly cast in this Mm -hmm. role and his portrayal of the flash is amazing. and, as someone who started with the show, going back to the comics, I'm always going to think of Grant Gustin as the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the supporting characters go, I am a huge fan of Cisco Ramon. He is Bay. I am really disappointed <laughs> about the left field turn that they did with his character this past season. Yeah. yeah.
1: I've
0: always felt like Cisco loved being a superhero, he loved his powers, he had a lot of fun doing it so to all of a sudden say like he doesn't want this life anymore and for him to voluntarily mm-hmm. strip himself of his powers it just doesn't make any sense with the character the way that he was written Nora I was really excited about because she clearly had when she was set up in the season before this one a complicated relationship with her mother Iris uh it was obvious even last season that Barry was clearly dead in her future because why would she be in such awe of him when she would visit them in the past and not reveal who she was Um, running into him at like she crashed her parents wedding posed as a server uh, kind of tried to have run-ins with all the people in her parents lives in the past before coming out and saying like hey so I'm your kid and the biggest problem with her is the fact that she was exactly like you said written like a child and she's a grown-ass mm-hmm. woman so like why is she behaving this way like she doesn't do what she's told she is emotionally volatile she messes everything up. she doesn't learn from her mistakes and Someone who lost her dad at a young age, it makes sense that someone as smart as Eobard Thon would have been able to manipulate her so Mm -hmm. masterfully. But even when she found out who this dude really was and what he was capable of, she still continued to not listen to people who had far more experience than she did. And mm-hmm. not be willing to ask for help, and really, in a lot of ways, she's like Barry in that sense. Like Team Flash has this terrible habit of lying to each other, keeping things from each other, not asking for mm-hmm. help. It's like the running joke of like, oh look, someone on Team Flash keeping a secret from everyone else. Something new and different. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other supporting character who I'm a huge fan of is Killer Frost. I I'm not the biggest fan of this Hulk version of her story that they're trying to make where mm-hmm. she doesn't remember what she does as Killer Frost. And I don't really like the good and bad dichotomy of one person. I think that it would be much more interesting and nuanced if
1: mm-hmm.
0: it were just like Caitlin has this side of her that she's completely conscious and aware of that mm-hmm. is – More violent, more assertive, that is morally gray, and to just own that and not have that be divorced from good Caitlyn. I think Mm -hmm. the way that they're trying to integrate the two versions of her is a good start, but I think that it's they should have gone in this direction from the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I think consistent with how the character was written previously, and now I've just like gone all over the place so.
2: Yeah. Um I also want to give a sh- g- yeah. i to give I a shout out to to uh, to Joe West the dad. Uh forget his name. He was a detective on Law and Order. Um not S.V.U., just regular Law and Order back in the day. Um it, I think the Arrowverse they have a good thing going with these big brother fatherly type figures mm-hmm. whether it's Diggle on Arrow, uh Martian Manhunter on Super uh, Supergirl. Um I guess I don't know if uh, Legends really has one. Maybe sty uh, he really wasn't. Was kind of a dick. Um on Legend, but the the first he's of three, they have, <laughs> they have they <laughs> have they're good at these big brother fatherly types. And um Joe West in this, you know, Barry's adopted dad, Iris is dad. Um, he's just great. Like he's always supportive. He's brave, even though he doesn't have powers. he will put his neck on the line for Iris and Barry and Nora once he realizes mm-hmm. that's his granddaughter, you know. Um yeah. I really like him. And and Iris too. I didn't like her at first, but uh, she kind of grew on me. Um, the relationship goals right there, Barry and Iris. Um, even though yeah. sometimes Barry does things without telling her, which is uh, not good. But <laughs> like you said, they keep I secrets from I, each other.
0: Yeah, I think that my problem with Iris is not the character, but how she was written and not given enough to do in the first few seasons. And if you think about the fact that. Most important people in her life were lying to her constantly, like you'd be cranky about it too. Yeah. So I think that her taking on team leader, despite not having the science knowledge that everyone else on the team has, I think that she's tapped into her ability to be confident, to see other people's strengths, to kind of think in her journalistic logical way about solutions to problems. In some ways, they give her too much scientific knowledge that she wouldn't have. I'm sure that as she's taken the team leader role, she's learned more about concepts that you know, a journalist doesn't know about, but she's still like working with doctors and like,
1: mm-hmm. crazy
0: scientists from the future. Uh, shout out to. Wells every single version of him is
2: fire. <laughs> Sherlock. Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I wanna to touch on before we get into like predictions and everything. Uh generally these DC shows do a very good job of representation across a lot of things. Um, that's something the MCU doesn't do well. I don't care what how much you like it, it doesn't. Um so the flash Something they changed that I'm sure when it started, I, I didn't watch it when it first started, but I'm sure some trolls on the internet. Um, Iris and Joe West, they're black. That's not traditionally how it was in the comics. I think the comics sort of change it as it goes. Um, so you have like the interracial thing. Um, Nora, I don't, it was real subtle, but she, I think she was a, either lesbian or bisexual. There's a, yeah. a early episode where someone hits on her and, you know, she, um, they're on the other shows, there's all sorts of representation uh different uh genders um sexual orientation ethnicities like cisco he's latino on the show um Mm -hmm. he has an asian girlfriend and it it doesn't seem like they're doing it to be trite to like force diversity for the sake of it um it's just that there's a character who's black not a black character for the sake of it you know what i'm saying so um all the shows do that pretty well people
0: who exist in the world on the show
1: Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so- I think that
0: I, I was just going to say that with the subtle mention of Nora's sexuality I thought that was so well done because Iris was the one who picked up on it and was like oh this villain she's hitting on our daughter and Barry mm-hmm. she's kind of like, huh. like mm-hmm. oh I just learned something interesting about my kid that's cool and it's like mm-hmm. not even a thing and mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that moment and there's also that really cute moment where Barry had amnesia a few seasons ago and mm. he's a- asking Wally, like, well, how do we know each other? And Wally, who's black is like, Oh, I'm your brother. And Barry mm. just like kind of subtly looks at the back of his hand and be like, wait, am I black?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I miss Wally. I guess the, the actor decided to become an R and B singer somewhere, but, uh, he could have been used, uh, on any one of these seasons are on legends but uh since we're talking mm-hmm. about like iris and barry are there any like ships that you have as a fan you wanted to see or uh not see that you weren't a fan of obviously your barry and iris are going to happen regardless so you can't delete yeah. that one if you dislike
1: <laughs> okay
0: this may be controversial
2: but
1: uh <laughs> think... horn.
0: <laughs> i think that Caitlin and Cisco belong together.
1: Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. I
0: think that uh, they're the best of friends and they support each other through everything. And there's been this rich arc between them, like during the Killer Frost thing, Cisco was the one who took her going dark the hardest. And Mm. I feel like, I wouldn't be surprised if that went in a romantic direction. I know it's never going to, but
1: hmm.
0: it's just pretty sad to me that Caitlin's whole thing with relationships is that she has terrible taste and terrible luck. Yeah,
2: like, she does. Yeah, yeah she's one lost two boyfriends.
0: Who loves, <laughs> dies, or turns out to be a villain from another earth, or I mean, who else is. There's, I think, a little subtle idea that maybe she could get together with Ralph. That'd be a horrible
1: choice.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, um, uh, the whole Ralph thing, they kind of, oh, yeah, he
0: appeared, <laughs> he went back to Great Britain, like, I don't mm-hmm.
2: know. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. I forgot about him. But, yeah, I mean, because yeah. Cisco, Cisco had his bad like with Gypsy, like, that breakup, he took pretty hard. You think maybe they can find a common ground. Uh, I mean, I, I was cheering for that relationship too, but to play devil's advocate, um, I guess you don't want every character to have like a relation, like a relationship with someone else within the team, just because then yeah. you're going to start to wonder who's left out. But I think they would have worked fine together. Um, the the ralph Caitlin one was interesting. Like there's a little tension here and there. And then at the end of last season, there's a moment when they're alone and Ralph, who's the goofball, is like, oh, I don't like you like that. What are you doing? And it's kind of fun. <laughs> but he uh, infamously, his uh, wife is murdered in the comics. I don't know if it's in crisis, but at the end of the season, the last episode, they short, sort of tease that she'd be making an appearance um, mm-hmm. in the next season. He has a file with her name on there. Um, just subtle for my real nerds out there. Um, yeah. I definitely did watch a video to find that. Uh <laughs> But,
0: just a little uh, Easter
2: egg, just like a shell of yeah, an egg. Yeah. yeah, so are there any other ships you wanted to see or that you're a fan of? I love Joe, and I can't think of the name of his, uh, Cecile. his new wife. Cecile, yeah, yeah. Joe and
1: Cecile.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. with her half powers it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I think that it's cool because Cecile wasn't really developed when she was introduced. She was kind of a recurring guest star, And when they decided where they were going to go with her, they decided, oh, Cecile is, like, this really energetic, chatty goofball who, like, wants people to talk about their feelings. And then when she gets telepathy, it's like, now she really wants people to talk about their feelings. And I thought that uh, the way that she got filled out more, especially with Jesse L. Martin, who plays Joe West, he was out with a back injury, I think, for Mm -hmm. a few episodes. so. Cecile filled the parent role on the show a lot more for a while. And she just has great chemistry with so many people on the cast, with uh, the actor who plays Harrison Wells. I thought that that friendship was really cool. Harry from Earth 2, I would love to see him back. I mean, if not for Cecile and Joe being together, I felt like they were a pretty good match because Harry from Earth 2 needs someone who's light and fun and who helps him get out of his shell.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I was also a big fan of Jesse and Wally. And I was sad to yeah.
2: see them bring back Jesse quick.
0: Ceremoniously. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, she's uh, like I said, he's become a singer or something. And she's on the sh- some show on CBS. It's like God friended me where the main character hmm. gets like this friend request from God on Facebook. And she's like one of the co-stars that helped helps him do whatever he does. I just remember oh, seeing it like, yeah, I think his show was pretty successful. It seemed like um, the season had a lot of episodes every, every Sunday during football season I'd see an advert for it. So um, hopefully she's doing well, gotta, but hopefully she can Jesse quick too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I haven't followed her career since she left the flash. Uh, I follow Keenan Lonsdale on social media. He had this big, role on in the movie love simon which is a greg berlanti film and greg berlanti obviously has a big role in the arrowverse and Mm -hmm. i think that he's probably seeking bigger projects than tv also his music Mm -hmm. i listened to a single that he put out and watched the video and you know he's got a voice on him he's got moves like Mm -hmm. you see it on the flash like in the Crisis on Earth X first episode at the wedding, when he was
1: mm-hmm.
0: dodging all those bullets, like he's very talented. So I hope that his music career takes off and that it's fulfilling for him. But it's definitely our loss, especially mm-hmm. since I felt like he was such a good fit for Legends and I wanted him mm-hmm. to be on that show way before it happened. And the mm-hmm. fact that we only got one season of Wally on Legends was a huge disappointment
2: yeah i like the uh we'll get to legends in a second but i really like the dynamic of him and Zari being friends but yeah 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 they had like the little scene where they're dancing the elvis episode or whatever in the Mm -hmm. church but um so yeah yeah i miss wally too maybe he can find some time and make some cameos i mean kid flash is such a a big part of the flash comics you know you have barry and then jay kid Flash, and then you have impulse from the future bartholomew um But, yeah, so do you have any um, predictions for this next season? Have you watched the trailer or heard anything that, or or better yet, if you don't have any predictions, what would you like to see happen in the series going forward? Anyone introduced or different uh, stories to be explored, character turns? Well,
0: I watched the trailer right when it got dropped. I think it was at Comic-Con, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Before getting into predictions, one thing that I wanted to mention was you talked a bit about Cicada not liking him as a villain. I think that the biggest misstep with the villain was, first of all, the casting of Cicada was terrible. Like, he played that role, like, so poorly. But Sarah Mm -hmm. Carter played Cicada, too. I'm a big fan of her. She actually is a veteran of DC TV because she... Played one of Clark Kent's love interests in Smallville, and she had mm-hmm. the, her character was really complicated and mm-hmm. interesting, and had this tragic ending. And I think that she's very talented, was perfectly cast as a villain. And I wish that they just had her for the whole season, because that mm-hmm. would have been a lot more interesting. Uh, but as far as predictions for the next season, I hope that they find a way to make their villains more interesting. I think that they struggle with non-speedster villains.
1: And Mm -hmm. I think
0: the Thinker was a really interesting one because Mm -hmm. he just thwarted Team Flash at every turn, and you really didn't know how they were going to be able to defeat him. But some things got a little muddied and convoluted with that too, because his plot Mm -hmm. Endgame was kind of strange. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I hope that they have a clear motivation for their next villain. I saw that he's being being played by the, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know this actor's name, but he played (laughs) Mohinder on Heroes, and he was excellent on that show. So I was very excited to see him at the end of that trailer. I Mm -hmm. think that... Uh, Jessica Parker Kennedy, who played Nora West Allen, will be back. I'm kind of thinking that with the timeline being altered with her disappearing at the end, I think that Mm -hmm. she will come back but as Dawn Allen because there is that little Easter egg, Eobard meeting her and calling her Dawn. So Mm -hmm. that suggests that there's a version of the future where Nora doesn't exist but Dawn Allen does.
2: Mm -hmm. Is Um, she a part of the Tornado twins? Is it Dawn and Dawn? okay
0: yeah. i cannot for the life of me believe that they're gonna do don and don
2: because
0: that's dumb
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think uh maybe who knows maybe don and nora were twins and
1: don mm. ate
0: nora in the womb
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, uh, my... that's, a prof- that's professor x and uh What's a Cassandra Nova? Isn't that like yeah. an X Men storyline? Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I don't know if he ate
0: her in the womb, but yeah, Cassandra Nova is like Charles Xavier's twin. I don't know. Yeah. That that's a whole thing that I don't know enough about. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I just hope that, you know, tighter storytelling. I hope I think Cisco's gonna be gone at some point. I don't think that if that he's gonna be on the team much longer. If
1: mm-hmm. He
0: doesn't have powers. I think that they're probably trying to write Carlos off the show. Uh, And I hope that they do something really solid with Killer Frost next season. Uh, I think that they've struggled to figure out what to do with that character. And I think that there's a lot of potential there. So hopefully they give her more of an arc other than like, there's this other side of me that I have to learn Mm -hmm. how to deal with. Because like, like it's been done dealt
1: with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm like you like to me the villain on Flash doesn't really matter as much. There've been so many like savitar was kind of crappy. The thinker was okay. Um usually let's see, who's the other speedster? Godspeed. Um no, he was oh, just a character, Godspeed
0: character. Um Godspeed was hinted at in yeah, the yeah. Nora flashback episode.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like a proper one would be good but I, i've like I'm, I'm more interested i think like the way they the cliffhanger like ralph will have a bigger role exploring like his personal life you know last season he gave cisco the the binder of how to get over a breakup when he's just this goofy character himself he, he became a lot more serious in the uh in the past season but he didn't lose his goofiness so um i'm i'm interested to see what happens with him and then like you said um with nora dying um will they bring her back in some kind of incarnation or bring another one of barry's many kids from the future um depending on what the timeline is and when you read it Mm -hmm. um and because there's always going to be some timey-wimey stuff with the flash um just because he never learns going into the speed force is gonna mess something up sometimes
0: i can curse on here right yeah or no yeah you can well F the timeline, like they just <laughs> with everything that they've learned, they still like kept Nora around in a past that she didn't belong in for six months.
2: And when they always get on that, all the other times, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, how did that not destroy everything? How did they allow that to keep happening? Like, if if anything, they should have made the choice that they knew was reckless, and then we should have seen the consequences of it. But it seemed like everything was fine up
2: until she got erased yeah yeah and uh barry knows he changed uh diggle's daughter into a son by going in the in the past before too so yeah he, he, he knows better like,
0: he's selfish
2: yeah yeah like, he's selfish say, but
0: like no go
2: ahead uh, so he's selfish but i think he kind of means like with the whole thing about him going in the past to stop his mom from being killed now that one and the whole um flashpoint paradox storyline i understand that one if someone murdered my mom i'd not run back in time i'd do it but some of the other stuff he does is reckless um yeah. like this you got like 10 scientists on your team you're smart yourself you can figure out a way <laughs> Yeah. and wells exactly. he's always yeah
0: so here's the thing that i think about a lot the moment mm-hmm. when barry's mom died at some mm-hmm. point there were like Four different versions of Barry there at once. Right? Because there's Barry's yep. little kid watching it happen. There's mm-hmm. the version of the Flash that was fighting the reverse flash. There was the, there's the other flash, the flash that, that tried to go back and save Nora and did. Mm-hmm. And then there's a the version of Flash that went and like didn't do anything.
1: I so
2: think that, he was, I, I kind of the, was telling them all. Yeah, he was someone that was telling them all to like no this is don't do this you're gonna mess up everything <laughs>
0: yeah listen yeah so that trips me out all the time like you can't think about the timeline stuff too much on the show obviously the writers don't so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's like unfortunately um you should expect the highest quality but that's one of the things he's gonna have to accept with uh with the Flash, Legends does a good job with the time stuff because it's like a it's a parody in a sense, you know, it's satire in a sense of some of the time stuff they do, so it fits in that kind of mm-hmm. narrative. Cause it's looser, but the Flash, you know, they're there's campiness, but they try to be serious too, so it's kind of like they're mm-hmm. they're backing themselves into a corner, like the the scene in Endgame when they mention all the time stuff and like, no, that's stupid, that's stupid, that's stupid, and then in the end endgame kind of doesn't follow their own rules but that's so another story
0: why did steve come back as an old man in the same timeline
2: yeah yeah and he yeah it wouldn't be in captain america's character to sit and watch all that stuff happen all those years but yeah i'm out on captain america <laughs> but uh any any other things you want to say on uh flash who would you say is your um your favorite character and favorite villain at least favorite character at least favorite villain so far
0: okay uh Favorite character would be, gosh, I think Cisco because he's mm-hmm. a person who, any time that his life has been threatened, I've just been like furiously tweeting, like, "Don't you touch a hair on my precious baby Cisco's head!" Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: you know, I'm sad about the inevitable in him getting writ- written off.
2: Uh, yeah. He's
0: just so funny. He's like the character for the nerds to identify with. Yeah, uh, he's a conduit
2: for everybody to be. You know.
0: Yeah, uh, least favorite character Ralph. Just like he does <laughs> nothing for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Best I, I like villain.
0: Ralph. I, I he's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Ralph. He.
1: Uh,
0: I think my favorite villain was. Okay, this might be an unpopular opinion. I thought the Savitar season was really well done.
2: Uh, oh yeah. Just, like, the Savitar is like, the spirit, I... right? <laughs> what? Savitar was... C- he, I forget. he was Evil Barry, right? Or Savitar the yes. uh, bridge. British... Yeah, okay.
0: And every single episode from the beginning, I'm like, he's Barry from the future. He's Barry from the future. And the thing that I've learned from CW shows is that they make the answer really obvious at the beginning and then spend a whole season gaslighting you and saying like, no like you're wrong your guess isn't correct and it's like oh no it's like it was exactly who you thought it was from the beginning
1: Mm -hmm. so uh
0: you know i found evil barry to be really interesting uh i think that it would be a tie between him and zoom because
2: zoom was just scary as hell yeah i feel that uh i'm gonna be basic my favorite villain is reverse flash just because he's he's always playing Uh, the long game you can never get rid of him yeah and he's such a like he's despicable like when barry was going off the season on nora for trusting him and then you know they tried to make it seem like barry was being a dick about it like no this guy literally he was so petty and spiteful he went back in time to kill his mom like who does that yeah. like that's like joker levels of pet. like oh, like that's and, and he continue, then he manipulates his daughter against him like yeah that's i mean that makes a good villain because you love to cheer against him. and then favorite character probably with you Cisco. it's just like like I said he's mm-hmm. a conduit for nerds like it's would be us in a show it would be cisco ramon mm-hmm. you know have yeah, powers exactly. and be cool yeah yeah um, but um yeah
0: i didn't ask you about least favorite villain which i think cicada was terrible so just yeah it's pretty bad guy. That, i would say <laughs> him but i have to ask are you a bigger fan of the harrison wells reverse flash or of the actor who played him on legends
2: um, I was hoping they kept the other actor. I mean, because I, I feel like, I mean, it's not confusing because I watched the show, but if maybe you're a casual fan, you're like, wait a minute, why is he so many characters? Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if there's like a contract dispute with the guy um, that uh, isn't Harrison that is Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he did get chased by the Tom Wraith in Legends, but mm-hmm. I mean, still the Reverse Flash. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing it has something to do with the contract. Otherwise, I would have cast him again. Um, yeah, while there's would...
0: nothing that makes sense about it being Harrison Wells's face again, but I, I was a big fan of the Legends version of him. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And I guess my runner up, I just like Gorilla Grodd. I don't even know why. I just There's like an uh, Injustice video game where the heroes fight each other based on the comics, and I always use Grodd because he has a big bad gorilla, but he has psychic powers. Who can beat him other than King Shark? Um <laughs> That was a good episode, but I, hate
0: Grodd. I, I love hate Grodd, Grodd so much. <laughs> when they when they did like a whole Grodd centric two parter, and it was one nation under Grodd, and the teaser, I was like, oh,
1: jeez. Yeah, I I'm a sucker have... for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think mean, yeah, it's like campy and awesome. Like when uh-huh. they were going to do Grodd versus King Shark, it was like, I can't not watch that,
1: <laughs> as stupid yeah, yeah. as it is
2: yeah yeah but um that is the flash um it's a great show you all should watch it um it's probably my favorite one Uh, i don't think it's the best one but it's my favorite if that makes any sense um so we're going to talk about yeah we're talking about the most fun show i think we can all agree on uh legends of tomorrow do you want to attempt to give a summary of what this show is i don't think the title really does it (laughs) just okay okay
0: Legends of Tomorrow is, in my humble opinion, the best show and the most underrated show in the Arrowverse. It is about a team of B characters from other Arrowverse shows, characters who got killed off and then brought back, villains, uh, minor heroes, and they get recruited by basically a Time Lord, if you watch Doctor Who, and it was... The guy who played Rory in Doctor Who, Arthur Darbel.
1: he—they
0: get recruited by someone who is trying to stop a dude named Vandal Savage, who's like probably the dumbest villain in the history of villainy, from <laughs> conquering the world in the future, and. He recruits this team and says that in his future where he's from they are all legends and they're the best of the best and only they can help him save this save the planet from this maniac ancient villain who's immortal and has you know played this long game for years to take over the world. However, they come to find out that rip, had lied to them and that they weren't chosen because they were legends in his time. They were chosen because they were so insignificant to the timeline that plucking them out from their existence for this crazy time and space adventure would have no effect on human history whatsoever. And that's a demoralizing thing to find out that your existence means nothing in the course of human events that you could be flipped out of existence, and it wouldn't change anything. So the Legends are, they they basically decide, you know what, like, screw it. Like, we're just going to own the Misfit label. And their whole thing after the first season, which is, was a lot more serious, and the tone was kind of all over the place, but it was still fun. They decide that they're just going to do things their own way. They're going to fix errors in the timeline themselves. Their whole thing is that they mess things up for the better. They kind of fumble and make a disaster of things, but then, like, fix it all together, fix it all at the end. Mm -hmm. And they're misfits, but they just, like, don't care. About anything, so they are able to take a lot more risk than other members of the Arrowverse, and the show itself takes a lot of risk because yeah, it, does. it has <laughs> them to be silly because they're the misfits, they're the team that gets written off. They're kind of like I would compare them to their DC's version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, where they're just like, Yeah, a that's bunch very apt.
1: yeah, yeah, they're
0: a bunch of losers. <laughs> That everyone writes off and that in itself is their biggest superpower and they are led by Sarah Lance who is a badass former assassin from arrow and She is the captain of the wave rider, which is their ship that they travel through time and space on and there's Mm -hmm. rotating cast There's a few core members of the team but every season some people go some people come Wally West at one point was a member of the legends And what I love about Legends, other than the fact that you can never predict what they're going to do because it's so crazy and they just come up with the most off-the-wall ideas, is that it's really a show about belonging and about, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever makes you weird, whatever makes people not understand you. there are people out there who are your people and you belong somewhere. And that's yeah. uh, less in a nutshell, but that doesn't even scratch the surface of how freaking ridiculous the show is.
2: So um, with this show, this is going to sound weird. Like the feeling I got when I was little and in class, the teacher would roll in the uh, TV with the VCR connected because that was high tech. And they'd play like an episode of like the magic school bus. You know, it's fun and it's zany, but you're also <laughs> learning something. Um I get that way with legend sometimes. It's fun. It's we're yeah. going through history. So um of course it's not gonna be historically correct, but you go through these different time mm-hmm. periods and you see these portrayals of these famous people and then you watch um Sarah Lance seduce these famous women, you know? Um it's just fun, but you're kinda you're kinda learning or it might um pique your interest enough to go Wikipedia, um with with that man or what happened in that time frame and in, in real life whether it's vikings or they had the godzilla creator um, renaissance times colonial times um, and like you said it's a bunch of i don't even know if they're b-listers some of them are d-listers um but mm-hmm. the initial group i guess the most famous member would have been hot girl i feel like she'd probably be the most known superhero just because she was uh a member of the Justice League cartoon that was pretty popular in the early 2000s, but they've added um, like Captain Cold and Heat Wave, who are flash villains, and it's also funny, it's the two brothers from Prison Break uh, that play that play them, um, Wentworth Miller, and I can't think of the other guy's name. Um, they've had uh, Zari, who I think is a great character, you know, she. Representative of Muslim Americans in the comics, she's actually named Isis, which I'm sure they'll never call her Isis on the show for obvious reasons. Um, but she has a backdoor way to bring in maybe the Shazam uh, mythology, Black Adam, uh, given her connection in the um, in the comics. But there's also the Ray. He was originally introduced on Arrow. You know this. It's uh, what's his name, Brandon Roth, R- Routh, who uh, actually Something played like Superman. That. Yeah he actually played Superman and Superman Returns and now he's this nerdy quirky character that used to be Felicity smokes like love interest on Arrow but everyone is is so different like their characters Charlie Amaya Nate um even even the side characters you see and even the ship itself Gideon who's like the AI that runs the the wave rider. She's pretty good for her Mm one-liners, at least once or twice an episode, like correcting somebody. But given we talked so much about all the characters, who's your favorite legend, whether past or present, and why? And uh, who's your least favorite?
0: Without a doubt, my favorite legend is Sarah Lance, White Canary. I think that she is just, like, I would... Be so honored to have her kick my ass. She, she like <laughs> Katie Watts, like is a martial artist. She mm-hmm. was a dancer. She like you can see her dancing with Lady Gaga in the Poker Face video. Like you mm-hmm. can spot her if you look really closely, and she just like. Oh my gosh, like the things she can do with a bow staff. I think she's so cool. She has this funny side to her where she has one liners when she tells the team to suit up, basically. Uh, she's had so much growth from how she started in Arrow, like going back to the flashbacks in Arrow and then to her resurfacing in Star City and then what she went through with dying and being resurrected and. Come back all wrong. She's mm-hmm. had such an interesting journey. I love that she's a bisexual character who you see have male and female love interests. Uh, sometimes she's written a little bit like bisexual for the dudes. Like you kind of mm-hmm. get the sense that like they're playing up the, the sexy factor for the male audience, for the straight male yeah. audience. Uh, Which in no way I get because that's a big part of the demographic. But recently with her relationship with Ava and how like honest and well-developed that ship is, uh, Mm -hmm. you see all these different sides to that character. And I love her so, so much. My least favorite character, I have a hard time thinking of someone who I dislike because I just love... All the legends, so much in their own way. Uh, mm-hmm. Zari was another standout for me. Mick Rory, who plays Heatwave. Uh, R- Mick Rory, who's Heatwave, he's played by Dominic Purcell as the actor. There name. You I go. googled it. Uh, Thank you. He, he's great. Uh, I think that if there's a character who I don't like, it's a recent one, and that would be Mona. I cannot <laughs> stand her. Uh,
2: oh. <laughs> do you think she's trying I too hard? I think she's trying too hard opinions. a little bit. Yeah, uh, I, uh,
0: I just think that I think that shows get into this place where they try to shake things up, and they always do it by introducing too many characters instead of reinvesting in the core characters. Mm-hmm. And Legends mm-hmm. already is a show that introduces new characters frequently, but yep. I think that there is a limit. It's usually like two out, two in and the two in this season should have just been Charlie and Constantine Constantine. And that would have been enough. Maybe with Nora dark, I was fine with Nora dark and where they took that character this yeah. season. But uh, I just found Mona to be completely unnecessary and just like so weird and not even weird. And, like an adorable, relatable way, which I'm sure is what they were going for, but she was just annoying. Like again, another like grown woman who's written like a toddler.
2: Yeah, I um, I'll say I'll start my least favorite character. I cannot say Nate. I think he's oh pointless. I think he's pointless. So this is this is where I come from. So yeah, you know he's he's legacy because his grandfather was a hero, and all that. But so he's an story He's a historian. That's his job. That's his interest, right? And he's on a time ship, or literally you could ask uh, Gideon, like you ask Alexa or Google a question, and she would answer, and she would know. So, to me, he really has no point of being the historian. I mean, Gideon already knows everything. You're on the time ship. Mm -hmm. Um, And then his existence until this past season, they did a better job, was just based on his relationships. Like, with Amaya before, like, it wasn't really anything other to Oh, I love Amaya, but she's from the 50s and she'll have to leave me. Um,
1: mm-hmm. The
2: the relationship with Zari this season, I wasn't a fan initially, you know. I'm holding out hope that Zari's a real person and, and loves me. Um, apathetic cool girl that, you know, opened up eventually. <laughs> so she's probably she's probably my favorite character now that Jefferson's gone. Um, but, yeah, Nate, I just I don't know. Like, the, t- the stuff with him reuniting with his dad was good, but I felt like they rushed that. It. it was like, one episode after him and his dad came to like each other, um, Biff from uh, Back to the Future, um, his dad died. Like you gotta, I feel like you gotta draw that out more. So Mm -hmm. when someone does die, it means more, Um, but that's just me. I have no problem with characters being killed off. I think it, it kind of drives some of the gravity that they are still superheroes and there's consequences. But yeah, I don't, I don't like Nate, but it's not like a, a big disdain for Nate, like people on the internet have for like Felicity and Arrow now or um, other, other, hate. it's not like a hate-hate, I just dislike them. I'll say it that way. Hate was too strong a word, yeah. but yeah, Zari, Zari's my favorite. Um, I don't know where they're gonna go with her now that timelines have been distorted and she might not be her apathetic, um, kind of walls up kind of character she had been, but still like mm-hmm. has a heart and willing to help. Um, her character might change drastically how they're gonna do that, I don't know. Uh, I trust the actress, she's really talented um mm-hmm. but, but yeah and then constantine he sort of grew on me he's a he's a jerk he's a douche and he owns it he knows he is he'll tell mm-hmm. you don't trust him he tries to do right but he still messes up like sacrificing his boyfriend uh, uh to basically the devil mm-hmm. this past season and then at the end you think he's yeah. gonna get him back the guy rightfully like leave me alone <laughs> <Nah>. so, yeah <laughs> i love how honest he is about yeah. being a jerk <laughs>
0: you know i was concerned when constantine was made a regular because i feel like he has such presence that when he Mm -hmm. was in a scene when he had cameos like he was just larger than life Mm -hmm. and i thought that he would overpower the team dynamics of legends but they did a good job of blending him in and Mm -hmm. him not sucking all the air out of everything which is One of the criticisms I had of Ralph Dibney on The Flash where suddenly it was like the Ralph Dibney show and Mm -hmm. Dibney's heroic journey was like the whole season. So I was happy with how they did that. I'm a big fan of Zari and I think that what happened to her at the end of the season is worse than a death because Mm -hmm. they're – other than Sarah – There's no other character on the show who has had such a transformation, such a well-written arc from where she started, where she just didn't trust anyone. She refused to feel anything toward anyone. She Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was single-minded in the things that she wanted to do and self-interested and not a team player at all. And she came to really love these people and understand them, to use her skills in a different way. Uh, to open herself up to love, which I thought the relationship with her and Nate, I was kind of like, eh, all right, that's fine. Like it didn't move me that much. I thought it was cute. I thought she had more chemistry with Charlie, honestly. Oh,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. We could talk about that. They've um, There's like the one scene where they're in the uh, the galley, the kitchen talking, and she says something like, oh, I'm straight. And then Charlie's like, are you? And I know, like I know like the inner, the internet legends fans, they love to do all these like different ships, like, like Amaya and, um, and Zari, they love to like put them together. Cause they both have the, um, the uh, amulets. Um, and then, you know, she, she just, I don't know if she, they could have left it ambiguous. Like the only time she really showed any affection for anyone was the Jonah Hex. Like she kind of gave my mm-hmm. man, Jonah Hex, a look at the end of the uh, season where, um, What's the Furby Furby thing called? I can't think of his name. Bebo, yeah, they all joined Bebo, yeah. Um, But yeah, Zari, yeah, like you said, it might be worse than death. She could be drastically different, um, given what happened. That you know, she went into this this area when she should have stayed on the ship, away from the time paradox. That maybe her brother is gonna come back and be the one, because he's the one that died in the future. That. You know That's how she inherited her powers, so maybe mm-hmm. he'll be the one that has the powers now, and she'll just be some other side character or have her dinosaur like the flashbacks as already did, but it, it's interesting, but at the same time, I liked her how she was, and you like you said, she had come such a far away. The episode where she, uh, Gideon, I think it's Gideon that ultimately puts her in the simulation where people keep dying mm-hmm. on the ship, and she can't save them, and she panics, and that really started her uh, bridge to opening up, and yeah, so... Hopefully they don't mess that her up too bad. Episode. Yeah. Or maybe if they start her off new, she can somehow work herself back. I mean, like I said, it's legends. They don't really follow too many strict rules. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I think that what might happen is do you remember when the timeline changed and Martin Stein started like having flashes of memory as his daughter who didn't exist before and now existed was becoming part of the timeline? And he Mm -hmm. was having these new memories. I think that there might be a reverse of that where Zari gets some old memories. And it will be somewhere in between future Zari, who I predict will be, like, much more happy-go-lucky than the Zari who we knew. Like, maybe even kind of like a preppy girl. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere between that and the Zari, who we know and love, uh, which I think would be an interesting direction to take it in, yeah. But uh, since you mentioned Bebo, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: clip of them forming the Bebo Voltron. Anyone who doesn't watch these shows, like, we've completely lost them at this point. Like, I hope you know yeah, that,
1: yeah, but yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, the the legends defeat this ancient demon by using the power of love, basically to <laughs> combine into one giant creature. And because they are the legends and they're goofballs, one person, Nate, starts thinking about Bebo, which is basically like this tickle tickle me Elmo kind of toy. Uh, and then the rest of them despite their best efforts, start thinking about Bebo, so they make this giant blue stuffed animal that beats the crap out of this ancient demon and Mm. says things like Bebo want cuddles. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's the kind of thing that you watch it, you describe to someone else, I would send those clips to people without any context who didn't watch the (laughs) show and they would be like, what did I just watch? And Mm. it somehow, like, works so it well
2: does. on Legends. It does. Which is yeah.
0: why I was so surprised with how much this season didn't work for me.
2: Okay. Was it more magical stuff now than time stuff? It seems like they're going to keep in that direction But the end of the season with uh, the stuff with Constantine that they're going to do more mm-hmm. mythical things, almost like Justice League Dark, but they're still going through yeah. time, fighting like fairy godmothers or what was it like a Indian sex god, um mm-hmm. <laughs> Hindu sex god, like all sorts of like mythical uh angels and yeah. demon kind of stuff.
0: Unicorns which are homicidal manias. Oh
2: poor Gary. <laughs> poor <Exactly>. Gary.
0: <laughs> poor Gary. R. I P Gary's nipple. Uh
1: <laughs>
0: no, I I was on board with the magical creatures. I thought that, that was cool. What I didn't have a What I didn't like was that for a show that goes balls to the wall so much and breaks so many rules of just, like, common sense, I feel like it's important for Legends to keep a few rules of its universe intact. Yeah. The example that I would give is that episode where Nate's dad shows up and starts talking about how the legends are overspending and they're draining the Time Bureau budget. That doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. The Wave mm-hmm. Rider has a fabricator on it that makes yeah. everything the legends eat, everything that they wear. Like they're not spending a dime of money. They don't work for the Time Bureau. They're not on the payroll. So like that episode mm-hmm. was just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like this bureaucrat came and yelled at the legends for spending too much money? And it's like. Yeah, I guess that would be funny if that were a thing, but it's Mm -hmm. not, so, like, let's not, please. And Mm -hmm. stuff like that just, like, drove me crazy. The whole amusement park with the magical (laughs) creatures, I, like, that was a step, a bridge too far. Like, that was too ridiculous. Like, I just couldn't see Nate's dad doing that, and the way that, like, he took the magical creatures and was treating them it definitely didn't seem like you know this up and up like whimsical idea definitely seemed like he was doing something shady and bad to them so i mean i i don't even know mona pissed me off Uh, (laughs) i think that nora dark is a cool and interesting character and they misused her there was this one episode where she has. She ends up having what essentially becomes a girls' night with Mona and Ava. And I'm cool mm-hmm. with them develop the, developing this unlikely friendship and support system, but the way that they did it was very unrealistic. Like when Nora, one second, wanted nothing to do with them, the next second, they're like talking about boys over wine, and mm-hmm. one of them had their head on the other shoulder and acting like you know they've been friends for years. And it's just not. It's not good writing. It just Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate. I hate just say like it's not good writing because that's just like a weak tit criticism. But yeah. really, like that. That's what it is. It's like just throwing spaghetti at the wall.
2: I feel that. I feel it. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, you're right. There probably need to be some parameters, or you could keep going. Like I like that it's left field, but you don't want to go all the way out of the ballpark. Um, yeah. Something compared to. I know I'm probably the only person in the world that has like the DC online subscription but doom patrol on there like you... three yeah okay but if you ever find a way to watch doom patrol it's sort of the same thing it's just so ridiculous but it works and i guess they have the mm-hmm. advantage of being on the streaming surface so they can cuss and push the yeah. limit a little bit more um but they also have like ridiculous um bad guys and abilities like there's one guy that if he eats someone's hair he can track them um, it's kind of gross but kind of funny wow um, yeah yeah um <laughs> so That's i'm gonna ask a random question all right so since the legends are a bunch of like b-listers c-listers sidekicks mm-hmm. if you could pick one dc hero it doesn't matter if they're an the arrowverse or not or a sidekick or lesser known villain to be rehabbed to join the legends who would you pick and why
0: oh gosh i'm really like gonna show my ignorance right now because again like <laughs> my involvement with dc is so heavily skewed to the shows okay. but but if yeah, i could take someone from to, the show yeah if i went back to pick someone from a show who would be a good fit for the legends
1: uh
0: I'm trying to think of someone really unlikely, like someone from Arrow, maybe. Okay. Um,
2: For Arrow, if I had to pick, know. it'd be like Thea just because she's young, or um, I would really like Ragman. Was that his name, Ragman? He's uh, he's yeah. sort, of of a, sort of more of a straight shooter, not zany, but I think that'd be good to play off of he was like a really mm-hmm. good guy and was trying to do a good thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that that one's a solid pick. I think that... Uh, John Diggle's wife, I'm blinking on her name. Uh, I think that she might be an interesting, like, if Not you're gonna have Nyla. these bureaucratic type characters.
2: Just yeah, a Nyla.
0: No. would be yeah, I think Lila would be an interesting one to just mm-hmm. make an appearance. Um, here's an offbeat suggestion. Uh Cecile, like, if if Wally <laughs> had still if Wally had still been on Legends and Cecile and Joe decided they were going to take a vacation on the Wave Rider to visit their son. Uh, mm. You know, wouldn't that be an interesting dynamic with Cecile reading all the legends' minds and yeah, hearing that, all the ridiculous? That might be. Like I. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. love to see her in the same room room with Rory and.
2: Yeah, the famous
1: romance novel.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that plot line I love so much and I'm mm-hmm. glad that they did more with it this season and that Rory is this crazy successful romance writer with all these fans and like that's what he's been doing when he's not drinking beer or when he is drinking beer. Cause he doesn't do much now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, Rory and Charlie didn't get to be involved as much, but every time they had mm-hmm. something about them, they killed it. Like it's, it's also yeah. a credit to, uh, charlie's actress that you know she played Amaya. she's um this very like level-headed rational um protector of her tribe in africa and now she's this eccentric demon with the british accent uh, likes to rock and have fun and do all sorts of crazy mm-hmm. stuff break the rules it's just it's the same person but completely different that's a credit to her for doing that
0: yeah that actress is macy richardson sellers she is super talented and yeah i didn't realize until you just said it just how different her and amaya were and how convincing she was as both
2: yeah her and uh wells are competing <laughs> for a shape-shifting <laughs> war. Jeez, and yeah i guess uh yes. if, if i had to pick a hero that wasn't from eraverse i don't know if you know booster gold who's uh actually in the yeah. comics i think rip rip hunter's dad he's like this uh hero from the future who comes back and tries to prove himself he really sucks as a hero but as part of <laughs> his story he's really lame it's like it's booster gold i'm here to do this and eventually you know he, he does learn how to be a true hero with it being timey whiny, and stuff booster gold i think would would fit in well but he just might be a little bit overbearing mm-hmm. and annoying which is kind of the point but that, mm-hmm. that would be my pick so um yeah, this upcoming yeah, season pick, yeah. this upcoming season it looks like uh Uh, It's going to go around some of Constantine's past. I'm not to go back and watch that one season of Constantine that used to be on TV, Um, Mm -hmm. but it looks like his old, well, not apprentice, a a, a young girl he used to look after that, you know, he failed, of course, as he fails at everything. Um, She was in hell and grew up to be a powerful demon. She cashed some tokens in of these infamous dead people. I think Genghis Khan was one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Was Hitler one of them or Stalin? One of them. One of those E for people.
0: Hitler, I'm pretty sure that Lizzie Borden was one of them.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, she, she cashed some coins in of some infamous uh, villains of history. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it looks like they're going to go with people from the past, maybe getting magical powers. Do you have any predictions or things you'd like to see in this upcoming season?
0: I think that. You know, like I said, the show is so hard to make predictions about because they go so off the wall. I think that they're going to go dark with the characters from history who you wouldn't expect. Like, I think the ones that would be easiest to make a joke about, like, say... I don't know if Napoleon was one of the people, but let's say that someone like Napoleon who's easy to make Mm -hmm. fun of and gets made fun of in, you know, current portrayals. Mm -hmm. I think that they go super dark with a character like that, kind of like the fairy godmother. And they would go more slapstick comedy with someone who you'd be really scared of, like a serial killer. I'm trying to find who the names on the coins were, because I feel like then I'll be able to make a better prediction. Yeah
2: um as far as predictions go i'm with you it's hard to predict what'll happen uh, i hope they get to play into the crisis um crossover mm-hmm. a little bit uh last year they weren't in the crossover and they sort of had like a fourth wall joke about it um i mm-hmm. think they're getting a call from either um oliver or barry and they're like oh this must be the yearly crossover tell them we're busy or something um which is mm-hmm. which is pretty funny it's something they can do yeah. in their weird space um I just I'm really interested, like I said, would see what happens with Zari, how she changes, what they add. I'm sure there's some surprises um, adding new superheroes. I know I've seen that um, Ray and Nora, who actually they're married in real life, mm-hmm. um they're gonna be stepping away, from, taking a part-time role and maybe stepping away from the show um completely, so they might find someone to fill that void. Um, what heroes it could be, we don't know. It could be an original, like Sarah Lance. she wasn't in the comics white canary mm-hmm. was made specifically for arrow and now she's the best canary in my opinion mm-hmm. that should be everybody's opinion <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact <laughs> you'll hear more about I mean... laurel laurel lance i'll talk to morgan later <laughs> but I yeah mean, did you, did you... if you're mad
0: about that then stay mad because yeah that's just facts like sarah lance is the best canary um mm-hmm. you mentioned that you weren't a fan of the Black Siren version of Laurel Lance, and I was, especially toward the end. uh, Mm. I went back and forth on Dinah, uh, but I think that fans of Black Canary from the comics, then the closest character to that is not Laurel, it's Sarah. Uh, Mm. If you're interested, I've got the names on the coins. They were Genghis Khan, Caligula, Mary Tudor, aka Bloody Mary... Uh, Rasputin, John Wayne Gacy, Charles Manson, Lizzie Borden, and Joseph Stalin.
1: So, okay.
0: you know, what they do with the tone of this, it's anyone's guess. It could go super dark in some ways. They could do it slapstick. It's hard to imagine how you would do Charles Manson slapstick, but if mm-hmm. any show can pull that off, it's legends. So I, I'm very curious to see it. I'm curious to see Zari's brother on the team, what mm-hmm. that'll be like.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, since he's yeah. a character who's loomed so large over Zari's life, and this is the first time that we're seeing him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was a, a brief shot of someone played him as an adult, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really nothing that I can even think of in my head. I just know there's a, a okay. picture on the Legends on the legends wiki or whatever uh Burfrad, i think i'm probably mispronouncing his name yeah yeah um so yeah that that, that'll be interesting but um legends if you just want to have fun and not get mad every week like i do at arrow um just watch (laughs) legends you know and you might learn something about history too yeah it's a good time Yeah. yeah and it's not like some of the other shows like Supergirl, I love Supergirl, but you know, unfortunately the shadow of Superman hangs over that sometimes.